Today, we are talking all about photo shoots. Some of you might be thinking, oh no, I hate having my picture taken. And some of you might be thinking, bring it on. I'm so sick of using stock photos or old photos or photos that just don't represent my brand inside of my business, on my social media, and on my website. Wherever you fall, get excited because this episode shares exactly how to prepare for a brand photo shoot and make sure that you get the content that you need for the next year and possibly even beyond. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real-life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast with me, Saran Glanfield. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I've got my coffee and I am ready to dive into this fantastic, fun topic. I've been thinking about doing this episode for a while and I think this is the time because I really have gotten asked much, much more uh, frequently than normal about pictures, the best pictures to use and about what pictures should be used on a website, what pictures should be used on social media. And I'm a big fan of having a professional photographer come along and take some pictures of you inside of your studio. And I often get asked, what are the best pictures that to use on my website? And I often get asked whether I could people can use stock photos or what if the photos that you have aren't professional? Now, these are all questions that come up over and over again, and I'm going to answer all of those questions today. And I'm also going to give you a plan for how you can set up and prepare for your photo shoot so that you can get the pictures you need. So if you feel frustrated or overwhelmed when picking those photos out for your social media or those photos that you should be using on your website, you are not alone. I'm a big, big believer in having pictures and photos and graphics that represent your brand. I think this is so, so super important. So why do I think this? Why do I think you need pictures that represent your brand? Well, quite a few reasons. Um, First of all, what we know is that pictures speak a thousand words, right? Pictures speak louder than words. And those visual inputs that we get from social media, um, I'm talking, you know, mostly about Instagram, but also Facebook as well and TikTok, um, as well as your website, they give so much more insight into what you do inside of your business, into how it feels to be a client, um, than we can really describe with the words that people are willing to read right? So pictures are so vitally important and you can give so much insight. You can educate people and inform people about who you are and what you do with pictures so much easier than you can with copy. So there's a lot that you can do with your photos and the what photos you use, I should say, and, and inside of your business that can help bust through a lot of myths that might uh, exist around the type of method that you teach. 
And we know that there is a lot of hesitation when it comes to um, people working out and wanting to work out. And there's a lot that you can do with the types of pictures that you use in your um, in marketing your business that can help people and clients to want to be inspired, I should say, perhaps be inspired by what you do and to become better educated about what you do. Now, using good pictures is a huge opportunity for you to stand out. Now, what you do and the way you do it is unique to you. I know there are lots of Pilates teachers out there. I know there are lots of yoga teachers out there. I know there are lots of bar teachers out there, but I have yet to meet any two teachers who teach in exactly the same way, who have the exact same way that they interact and engage with their clients, the way they cue and the way you, they, they use the exercise sequences in, in different ways. Everyone teaches perhaps the same method in slightly different ways. And when you can hone in on the way that you do what you do, I really encourage you to share that with the world and graphics and pictures are a way that really works so, so well. So a couple of minutes ago, I shared with you that I do get asked often about whether or not um, I recommend using stock photography pictures in your marketing. And I really encourage you to avoid doing that if it's possible to, to do so. And it's for this exact reason I just shared with you. I believe that you have what you do and the way that you do it is unique to you. And so sharing pictures and images of you doing what you do in the way that you do it is so valuable to the, your marketing efforts and has gives so much insight into who you are. And stock photos just don't really capture that. Okay. Now I've used stock photos in my business. I've seen studios use them in a really nice way and it is possible to use them in, in certain scenarios. But when you're putting a stock photo as the main picture on your homepage, on your website, I would really encourage you to perhaps carve out some time and save up some money and get some professional pictures done because that really will be much, much more impactful for your business. Okay, so you've made the decision perhaps to dive in and to plan for a professional photo shoot. So where do you start? Now, you might think, like many, and I've done this too, that, that booking any local photographer is the first step. But I will say to make the most out of this investment, and it's an investment, I would say, of both time and money, it really is both time and money, you will want to make sure that you have your shoot planned out so that you can get all the shots that you want and all the photography that you need. So I'm going to give you today my blueprint for planning that photo shoot, because if you're spending money on a photographer and if you're taking time out of your schedule, I want you to really make the most of it. I'll talk about how to pick your photographer, how to create a shot list, picking props and choosing a location, and also figuring out what to wear. Okay, so let's dive in. We know having updated and fresh photos of you and your studio and your brand are important. We've talked about that already. We want to be able to convey your message to your clients and potential clients. So let's start from the top. Who are you going to work with? 
well, what are you looking for when you decide who you're going to work with? And when you're deciding that, it's really important to look around and find a photographer that fits the style of what you're trying to portray for your studio. So you'll want to make sure that you're choosing a photographer that has some experience in shooting, um, perhaps ideally in shooting some sort of movement or some sort of fitness. If not, if you have anyone who is um, who is, has experience in shooting lifestyle photography, then that is ideal. You might want to go for a high fashion photographer, for example, or someone or a wedding photographer, and, and they may be able to be able to help you also. But you want to make sure that, that when you are choosing your photographer, that you talk through the type of shots that you need and how you want them to look. How staged you want them to be. Perhaps you want them to be staged or perhaps you want them to be more natural and more freeing, I would say. Um, th- and that you want to make sure that you have that conversation with your photographer when you're reaching out to them. Okay. The other thing I will say is that you really want to feel very comfortable around the photographer that you use. You're going to be kind of the director and the producer on the day. Most likely you're going to be the one planning the day. You're going to be the one who is going to, um, to be directing people and potentially even directing the photographer to some degree as to what pictures you want. And so you're going to need to feel very comfortable around that person in, in that capacity as well as feeling very comfortable around that photographer in front of the camera. So you're probably going to be a position where you're going to be behind the camera and in front of the camera. And so you just want to make sure that whoever you are working with, that it's a really good fit. Okay. So as you're calling up perhaps a couple of local photographers, maybe they can recommend it to you. Maybe you already know or heard of, you just want to make sure that you get a good sense that you're going to be able to work together and have a really fun time because that will really show through in those pictures that you get. Okay. All right. Next thing, you definitely want to, once you've picked out your photographer and you've planned a day, you're going to want to carve out some time on that day in your calendar. Do not make the mistake of thinking that this is a two hour thing and it, you, you should plan around two hours of actually shooting, but that you can bump up clients around those two hours either side. It's unlikely that you're going to feel like you're going to want to work with clients immediately after a two hour photo shoot. You're going to want to give yourself a bit of a break. Okay. And vice versa, that before you kick off your photo shoot and the photographer arrives, you're going to want to repair the space. You're going to want to get ready. Um, and so you want to make sure you're carving out enough time on that day out of your calendar to be able to get everything that you need without it being super rushed and stressful. Okay. Now I do say that you want to plan around that two hour mark, depending on perhaps how many people you're going to have participate in your photo shoot. Um, it may be slightly longer if you're planning on perhaps moving locations. Um, and it also might take you slightly longer if you haven't perhaps set up in advance. Okay. So you'll want to account for time. The photographer will come, they'll probably set up some lights, um, and they'll probably do some, some setup of their own, but I would recommend that you're ready to go when your photographer arrives. Okay. And, you know, I've done quite a few shoots and I know from working with other studio owners who have a profession, have had many professional shoots as well. It's pretty tiring after the fact. So I would just keep that in mind also. 
Okay, so we've got a photographer, we've carved out the time on the day. The next thing we're going to be thinking about and planning for is the content that you need. And this is so incredibly important because, you know, you don't want the photographer to show up and you not really know what where you want to start or who's going to be doing what. And it just tends uh, tends to be more organized. You tend to get a lot more pictures if you plan ahead. So where do you start with this? Well, I would all first of all think about what message you want to convey through these pictures. Okay, so I'm a big, big fan of sharing with your followers, sharing via your website and all the other places that you use imagery, um, exactly what you're doing in your studio. And we don't want an empty studio because that's not what you do. I want you to see pictures of people enjoying themselves doing what it is that you do. I want to see pictures of you looking like you're enjoying yourself as you do what you do. So we definitely want to have pictures of you teaching. We definitely want to have pictures of your team teaching. If you have classes, you'll definitely want to have some pictures of a class being taught. Um, You'll definitely perhaps want to have certain more impactful pictures on the equipment. You may also want to make sure that you have pictures of each of your Um, members of staff um, in various different uh, places, perhaps. Um, And you also may even want to have some real clients come in and be a part of your shoot as well. Okay. So think about what message you're trying to convey, what kinds of people you want to connect with through your pictures. And remember, those people are usually clients. So you'll want to make sure that whatever you're taking a picture of inside of your business is what your clients could be expecting to do inside of your business. Okay. And you'll want to choose pictures that are in line with, with all of those things. Okay. Now, the biggest mistake that I do see when it comes to marketing, um, especially when it comes to the graphics and the pictures that are often used, is that there is often this um, ideal of having these beautiful, super advanced um, exercises that are just perfect. And I think that if you want to have these pictures taken for you, then they are very impactful and super fun for you to do. And yes, you want inspirational pictures to share with your followers, but you will also want pictures that will resonate with the people that you want to bring into your studio. You'll want to have pictures that will resonate with your clients. And some clients will see super advanced exercises and think, oh, I'm never going to get to do that. That's not the studio for me. So just be really careful and make sure that you're getting a varied mix of um, of photos of if you're planning on having specific exercises, okay? You'll also want to make sure, like I said, you've got pictures of your team and your teachers, and you can do that in a lot of different ways. You can, of course, have the most traditional way of having a headshot, but there are other fun ways that you can um, incorporate pictures of your team into your um, into your website or into your social media. And so I'd encourage you to have take pictures of your team in different places in and around your studio. And if you are planning on getting shots of classes or of you teaching, you'll want to think about who else you want in those pictures, okay? As well as what you want to be doing in those pictures, which may mean that you may need to move things around in your studio perhaps, or um, move things around according to where has the best light. 
Um, and again, my top tip for you is to really make sure that you get shots that show people doing the workout, teaching, you teaching, and um, people who are who are actually doing Pilates, who are doing bar, who are doing yoga, whatever method it is that you have in your studio. One of the biggest mistakes I see is people using pictures of empty studios on their website. And even if you have a beautiful studio, that doesn't convey the energy of a full class or a um, a studio where there are people who are warm and welcoming. So for sure, you want to take a couple of pictures of your studio where there's no one in it and it's all, all is perfect and beautiful. But if you want to convey what really happens in your studio, you'll want to have pick people in your pictures. All right. The next thing you'll want to plan for ahead of time is outfit changes. You'll want to have several outfit changes so that you can create a large bank of many different photos and, and that will look like they have been taken on different days so that you're not repeating yourself over and over again. So for yourself and whomever else is going to be in your pictures, you'll want to make sure that you're going to have at least three to four different outfit changes. And beware that every time you change your outfit, that is time out of your photo shoot. So just be aware. I find that around three is about right. You can do a lot with that. Um, and you can add different props. You can add different, I mean, you can easily add on sort of layers that will be able to sort of save some time with those outfit changes. Um, but you'll definitely want to make sure that you are switching that out. This could be a really good time as well to uh, invest in perhaps some new workout or teaching attire and um, just make sure that whatever you do decide to wear, that you are feeling very comfortable and that it makes you feel good in your skin so that that comes through in the photos. You will also want to use some props and some equipment to make your photo shoot interesting and unique to your business. So you may not have time to have pictures on every piece of equipment. Perhaps you will, perhaps not. So just make sure that as you're thinking about which shots you want, you're going to be focused on perhaps the top five pieces of equipment that you want to include, um, perhaps any branded equipment or a branded merchandise that you may have and want to use. And I would encourage you to make a short list of that as well so that we, so that you don't miss that um, on the day. Okay. So you can see that there is a few different things to think about. And probably there are a few pictures now that you know that you want for your photo shoot. And you probably will are starting to perhaps get quite a few different ideas for the different types of shots that you could use, which means that you're going to need to make a list. <laughs> and as you're planning your photo shoot, you'll want to make a list of the, sh of the shots that you want in perhaps different areas of the studio with different people you'd like and representing your brand in different ways. Okay. So you may want to have a pictures if of if you're utilizing, say, the reformer, you may want to have a picture of, of you on the reformer doing certain exercises. I would recommend you write down which exercises you want to have of yourself on the reformer. Then you might want to have some pictures of you teaching someone else on the reformer. And again, I would recommend you write down a list of the exercises that you want of you teaching someone else on the reformer. Um, and so you see, you get then you get a really good 
idea of how many shots you need and where you will want to be in the studio. The same thing goes for a perhaps a mat class that you might want to have some shots of. And then the same thing goes for perhaps how you want to film, um, sorry, take some pictures of the rest of your team. So you may want to have, for example, um, someone sitting behind the front desk, which would be a lovely shot to have, which could go alongside some language around how you welcome your new clients in through the door. Or you may want to have a gathering of yourself and your team um, around the front desk to show a sense of community. Um, you may want to have multiple people lined up on the reformer doing um, an, an exercise together to show how you may be teaching a, a class on the equipment, things like that. So you're going to start to make a list of all of these shots that you want. And then you're also going to want to make sure that you're coordinating with other team members to know where you want to bring them into different shots on the day of. Okay. And the, the reason why I love when you have this list of shots is because on the day of, you're going to be busy. You're going to be busy setting up the studio. You're going to be busy getting ready yourself. You're going to be busy organizing other folks. Okay. And once you have that list, you can share it with the photographer on the day and the photographer will be ready to rock that amazing photo shoot with you. Okay. And that's what we want because I want to see you show up on the day of this photo shoot, ready to go and ready to have a good time. So the final part of this is thinking about location and what I know, and I'm not a photographer by any stretch, but what I know from working with uh, many different photographers is that lighting is pretty important. Okay. So if you can do your photo shoot in your studio, that is best. Your photographer will likely bring in lights, but you may need to move things around based on where there is good light in your studio. Okay. If you can't, for whatever reason, do your photo shoot in your studio, then choose a lo location that does have good lighting, is bright, is open, and where you will not have perhaps too many other people in the background. Okay. So you definitely want to make sure that if you if you are able to to plan ahead for your photo shoot, then you will show up excited, you'll show up ready, and you'll be sh you'll show up able to really make the most of this investment of your time and your money. Okay. And if you do this right and you make that list and you think about all the different shots that you want with the different types of feels you want in those pictures, um, you will get enough content for at least six months, if not a year. But it does take that little bit of extra planning. You'll want to carve out some time and you'll want to prepare ahead. You'll want to plan the props, you want to plan your outfits, and you'll want to set up your studio well in advance of the photographer arriving. So the day of, you're going to want to make sure that you are ready to go and you arrive early at the studio and that you are ready when the photographer arrives, which means the night before, you might want to make sure you get a good night's sleep and you might want to also just plan for a bit of a quiet uh, rest of the day after the photo shoot because they tend to be quite draining. Um, for me, at least, I know that's how I feel. Um, and so just take that into consideration as you are planning the rest of your day. Okay. So my goal for you as you're planning your photo shoot is to think about the different locations within the studio you want, the different pieces of equipment, your different outfit and outfit changes, the different people you want in your different shots and how you want um, all of these pictures to portray your brand and how it feels to be a part of your community and a client inside of your studio.
So there you have it. My top tips for planning a brand photo shoot. If you get this right, you can definitely get enough content for those Instagram posts and those Facebook posts and that website for at least six months, often longer. And, you know, you will use a lot of these pictures um, every week from here on out. So they were, it is well worth the time to plan ahead and the investment in having a professional photographer come along with professional lighting and potentially some professional editing after the fact. I really hope that this was helpful to you as you build your fitness business. I'm here to help answer all your questions about this topic and many other topics. So please do get in touch. And I'll be back next week with more great business building tips and insights. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So... Whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Mm -hmm.